You are listening to my podcast. Tune in with SP. Whether you are on a call or listening to a radio show or watching television or exchanging memes on WhatsApp or for a change you go offline the corona and coronavirus vaccination drive will be the two hot yet not so hot at all topics of the discussion at least once in a while it will be mentioned right now with so much going around does it ever make you wonder about its basics as in uh, how vaccines are made what is the difference between uh, vaccination and immunization what are the types of vaccines its history and what not i mean because we have been discussing about all these so much i'm sure it must have crossed your mind and so did mine so let's tune in with sp and go back to the basics i have thought of making two episodes on viruses and vaccine this part will talk about all you need to know about vaccination and vaccine while the other part will specifically talk about coronavirus and its vaccination drive and the myths surrounding it I've also interviewed an immunologist who will guide us through the basics of vaccination and will answer important queries so first of all what are vaccines Have you heard of that phrase prevention is better than cure so prevention is vaccine vaccines are designed to prevent a disease rather than treat a disease once we have caught it so it is a medicine that trains the body's immune system so that it can fight a disease it has not come into contact with before and you must have seen that vaccines are either given by an injection but some are given orally by mouth or sprayed into the nose okay and the act of introducing a vaccine into the body to produce immunity to a specific disease is called vaccination then what's immunization very good question i tell you immunization is the process that starts after vaccination it is a process through which the body starts building resistance to that disease after the person is exposed to the vaccine so for example when you're taking the injection of the vaccine that process is called vaccination when you are through with it you have got the shot now the vaccine that has been injected into your body will start building resistance to the disease that you have not come in contact with that process of building resistance is immunization how simple is that but how vaccines really work okay let's get into the science of how you know in the body when it is being introduced how body reacts to it how it happens it is really interesting to understand and it involves a lot of uh, scientific jargons but uh, instead of using all that and giving you a head spin i will make you understand its mechanism in a layman term in order to understand how vaccine works you need to understand how your immune system works because vaccine harness the natural activity of your immune system so let's first understand how your immune system works your body is exposed to around 100 trillions of bacterias and viruses not all of them cause disease but some of it which can cause disease if get inside the body they multiply and this could make us sick or cause a disease there are barriers to stop this happening and that is the immune system your immune system is quick to recognize the invasion but how because of the proteins or sugars on the viruses and bacterial surface that have different shapes to the ones on the human body it's like army person guarding the border and some unidentified 
person with different uniform tries to cross the border. Army person recognizes the invasion either through unusual sound or unusual uniform or unusual activity. Similarly, the proteins and sugars on virus and bacterial surface help the immune system to recognize the invasion. Now, once the threat has been recognized, the white blood cells start working together. And there are many different types of white blood cells that help our body to immune against these viruses or bacteria. But one type of white blood cell is able to make antibody to fight the invaders. However, not all antibodies can work against these diseases. They have to be exactly of the right shape as the sugars or proteins on the bacterial surface. You can say they are the specialized army who can stick to the proteins and sugars on the bacterial surface and can kill them or disable them, just like a key to the lock. Our body have a library of billions of white blood cells and each one of it can make one shape of antibody. And producing antibodies of the right shape takes several days. And once the right cells are activated, they quickly divide and turn into a production line, making the masses of antibodies that stick to the viruses or bacterial surface. And eventually, your body gets rid of all the viruses and you recover. Antibodies remain in the blood and some of the white cells may also become memory cells. So that if those specific viruses or bacteria invade the body again, the immune system will respond so quickly that you won't get ill. So this is how our immune system works. Now, vaccine works in the same way. They contain weakened and dead virus who have few proteins and sugars from the surface. Now, this is enough to convince the immune system the real invader has got in. The same process takes place as the virus enters your body, except that you won't get ill because the virus that has been injected through vaccine is weakened or dead virus. Now, after this introduction, the immune system will remember this virus. It's more like a mock drill for the army person. So it will remember it and get rid of it before you will even know that it is there. Phew! Quite a journey. Now, let's talk about uh, types of vaccines. On what basis the vaccines have been divided into. Now, the different types of vaccines have been divided into three main approaches. And these three main approaches depend on designing a vaccine. So, the way a vaccine is designed, that's how they have been categorized. And their differences lie in whether they use a whole virus or bacterium or just the part of the germ that triggers the immune system, or just the genetic part that provides the instructions for making specific proteins and not the whole virus. So these three approaches are the whole microbe approach, the subunit approach, and nucleic acid vaccines or genetically approached vaccines. So let's dive into the first category, that is the whole microbe approach. Whole microbe approach basically use the entire germ that causes a disease, but it is so weakened that it cannot make you sick, rather help your immune system to understand the threat and act on it. And it has its type, inactivated vaccine, live attenuated vaccines and viral vector vaccines. Let's go straight to the inactivated vaccines. So inactivated vaccines use the killed version of the germ that causes a disease. Inactivated vaccines usually don't provide immunity that's as strong as live vaccine. So you may need several doses over the time. That is why you need booster shots in order to get ongoing immunity against disease. Inactivated vaccines are used to protect against hepatitis A, flu, polio, rabies, etc. 
live attenuated vaccines now live vaccine use a weakened form of the germ that causes a disease now because these vaccines are so similar to the natural infection that they help prevent they create a strong and long lasting immune response so just one or two doses of live vaccines can give you a lifetime of protection against a germ and the disease it causes but live vaccines also have some limitations because they contain a small amount of the weakened live virus some people should talk to their healthcare provider before receiving them such as people with weak immune systems long term health problems or people who have had an organ transplant it is highly recommended to consult your doctor before you get yourself vaccinated through live attenuated vaccine second is they need to be kept cool so they don't travel well that means they can't be used in countries with limited access to refrigerators live vaccines are used to protect against measles mumps rubella rotavirus smallpox chickenpox yellow fever etc viral vector vaccine scientists have been studying about viral vector vaccines some vaccines recently used for ebola outbreaks have used viral vector technology and a number of studies have focused on viral vector vaccine against other infectious diseases such as zika flu and hiv Scientists used this technology to make COVID-19 vaccines as well. Now viral vector vaccine uh, use a modified version of a different virus as a vector to deliver protection. Several different viruses have been used as vectors like influenza, vesicular stomatitis virus, measles virus and adenovirus which causes the common cold. Adenovirus is one of the viral vector used in some COVID-19 vaccines. being studied in clinical trials now viral vector vaccines are used to protect against covid-19 also but as i have promised you yes that i'll be discussing about corona virus and its vaccination drive in the next podcast now viral vector vaccines have two types replicating viral vectors and non replicating viral vectors Now the subunit approach basically uses a fraction of the germ which triggers the immune system to act on the threat. The types of subunit approach are recombinant polysaccharide and conjugate vaccine or virus like particles and toxoid vaccines. a recombinant polysaccharides and conjugate vaccines use specific pieces of the germ like its protein or sugar or capsid a casing around the germ because these vaccines use only specific pieces of the germ they give a very strong immune response that's targeted to key parts of the germ they can also be used on almost everyone who need them including people with weakened immune system and long term health problems one limitation of these vaccine is that you may need booster shots to get ongoing protection against diseases now these vaccines are used to protect hepatitis b HPV, whooping cough, pneumonical diseases, shingles, etc. Toxoid vaccine. Now, toxoid vaccine uses a toxin, a harmful product made by the germ that causes a disease. They create immunity to the parts of the disease that cause a disease instead of the germ itself. That means the immune response is targeted to the toxin instead of the whole germ. So like some other types of vaccine you may need booster shots to get ongoing protection against the diseases. Toxoid vaccines are used to protect against uh, diphtheria, tetanus, etc. 
last but not the least nucleic acid vaccine or genetically approached vaccine it has its two type mrna vaccine which is also called as messenger rna vaccine and dna vaccine now messenger rna vaccine also called mrna the researchers have been studying and working with mrna vaccine for decades mrna vaccine make proteins in order to trigger an immune response this vaccine has several benefits compared to other types of vaccines including shorter manufacturing times and because they do not contain a live virus so no risk of causing disease in the person getting vaccinated so one of the covid-19 vaccines is mrna type of vaccine but we will talk about the coronavirus vaccines in the second edition as i have promised you now comes how vaccines are made how they are developed first of all let me tell you new vaccines are usually developed over the course of around 10 years and in several different stages first step goes to choosing a disease to target and the second step is choosing the best platform to produce an immune response so when a disease has been identified the next comes the exploratory phase which can last for several years during this phase researchers in the lab examine the bacteria or virus genetic structure to understand how the germ attacks our cells and make us sick and figure out which part of it are the best candidate to target for a vaccine to produce the strongest immune response Now step 3 is testing a vaccine in the lab. Once a potential vaccine has been developed, it is tested in the preclinical stage. Scientists test the vaccines on cell in a dish using mathematical models and in animal models to see whether it activates the immune system in the way it is intended. Often vaccine don't make it past this stage because they don't produce the desired immune response. And step 4 is clinical trials in humans. So vaccine that seem promising get approved for clinical testing by governing bodies which are affiliated for the approval procedure. It's important that vaccines are tested in large and diverse groups of people to find out if there are any very unusual or rare side effect and to make sure that the vaccine is equally effective for all the participants a vaccine that passes all these stages may be approved for distribution which continues to monitor the production of the vaccine to ensure it's safe and effective so are there any vaccine which are age specific and can be taken only up to a certain age and then you know they can't be taken let's hear it from immunologist dr ananya gupta so vaccination is the best way to prevent from any potentially harmful deadly diseases that may cause serious outcomes like hospitalization and casualty but considering that the is there any age when we can get vaccinated i my answer would be no because um in general most of the vaccine are given at a stage when our immune system is naive that is our childhood um so that our immune system can be trained to see various um, harmful microbes in our environment and respond against it and protect us from the infection but with time our immune system um with time we age and our immune system also ages so we might need to boost that immunity or all the way get a new vaccination for any new disease emerging such as we have a good example of covid pandemic 
Do you know which scientist made the first vaccine? English physician and scientist from United Kingdoms, Edward Jenner, was the first scientist to come up with the first vaccine in the world. He used material from cowpox pus to provide protection against smallpox. However, the research on infectious disease in humans and its protection against the disease date back to like 1000 CE, that is common era. Evidence exists that the Chinese employed smallpox inoculation as early as 1000 CE. It was practiced in Africa and Turkey as well before it spread to Europe and the Americans. But Edward Jenner's innovations began with his successful 1796 use of cowpox material to create immunity to smallpox quickly made the practice widespread. His method underwent medical and technological changes over the next 200 years and eventually resulted in eradication of smallpox. And now in 21st century, what exactly is happening around the research of vaccines and vaccination processes? Let's hear it from immunologist Dr. Ananya Gupta. Um, With the emergence of new diseases and already existing ones, we have developed numerous vaccine and yet on the other side of the coin we are struggling to develop vaccines for some so the research is ongoing process since last um, hundred years Uh, for example if we talk about tuberculosis vaccine which is bcg developed a hundred years ago we are still continuing to thrive for either improving the existing vaccine or coming up with a new one. So again, taking another example uh, of freshly emerged um, pathogen, which is COVID-19. So here also in this pandemic, scientists are struggling to come up with a, with a with an improved vaccine. So far the vaccine that we have works best for now. So basically talking about vaccine and vaccination research, it's a long process, it's a very long process. It involves scientists and medical experts all around the world working continuously. And it takes normally about 10 to 15 years for a vaccine to get approved and come into public use. Especially after the onset of coronavirus, a lot has been happening in the 21st century around virus, around vaccine, around vaccination. And it is believed that viruses are one of the lethal threat to humanity in the coming future. Oh God. If you're still hooked on to viruses, vaccinations and coronavirus and what more into it, You just have to wait for the next podcast because I'll be coming with another podcast on the series. Stay tuned or should I say tune in with SP. See you again soon and if you like it, tune in with SP. SP.